Welcome back to the Knock On Sports, and joining me right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline to talk all things Montana State football, it is John Miller from Montana Sports. John, it is great to chat with you, man. Hope you're doing well here on a Friday. Yeah, thanks for having me back. You know, it's a you know we just talked about it. it's a beautiful day here in Bozeman, 65. So I'm excited to get some work done and then maybe take the dogs on a walk or something. But first, you know, always always a pleasure to talk to you. Well, John, I appreciate the time as always, man, and a lot to talk about because we do have football, uh, Montana State running practices. I know we're not going to have games for Montana State, unlike Montana, where they are going to have games here in the next couple of weeks, uh, John, but you've had a chance to see practices. You've had a chance to see what Vegan is doing with this program as he puts his uh, fingerprints on this program now. What have you seen so far? What has stood out to you early on here with Vegan leading the program? Man, I tell you what, first, it's just nice to have Montana State football back. It's, uh, it's been really fun to watch. You can see the intensity in the practices. You can tell, like, you know, you can tell all the new coaches are really getting after it. So that's been something fun to see. You know, somebody who's really stuck out to me is the defensive line coach, Sean Howe. I mean, that guy's just getting after it day, you know, day in and day out, or at least every practice. And, you know, he's getting the best out of his guys. It's, it's also been fun to watch Justin Udy finally in action, you know, going from offensive coordinator to wide receivers coach. He's also very fiery. Um, he's fun. You know, that's a, that's a relatively young group this year. So he's got to get them, you know, in order quick. And then, you know, Freddie Banks, the defensive coordinator and coach vegan, I haven't seen, you know, they seem to be when we're there for the 45 minutes, we're allowed to be there. So they, they're relatively quiet. You know, they'll, they'll walk around and monitor things, but um, you, you don't really see too much out of them. And then what I've seen from a lot of uh, Taylor Housewright's new offensive coordinators, he's, uh, he's really grinding away with, with the quarterback group. Well, John, that's going to be the big money question for every Bobcats fan, which has been the last several seasons. But right now, again, I know it's tough because, like you mentioned, you only get to see 45 minutes of practice. Um, but that is the biggest question mark. Has anyone, have you heard anything, has anybody really separated themselves in the quarterback race so far? Man, I haven't seen anything. Nobody's really tipping their cap. I think that's a battle that's going to continue on from the spring game. I think we'll know more after the spring game on April 24th, uh, the Sunny Holland Classic, um, which is at 1 p.m. But, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's really going to come down to Tucker Rovig and Matthew McKay from what I'm seeing. But to me, and I've always thought this, I mean, Choke put on, from my understanding, the full-court press to bring McKay in, and you don't bring a guy from NC State in not to play. Uh, so my idea is I know Rovig was the guy there at the, uh, in the 2019 season, but to me, it really seems like it's McKay's job to lose, especially when they really want to, you know, I was talking to um, Lance McCutcheon yesterday and, you know, Justin Udy, or maybe that was Wednesday. And they both, they both highlighted how it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a passing offense. They're going to try to get the best players on the field, regardless of, of position. So I think it's you know they're gonna they're gonna run a lot, but it's gonna be definitely more passing than um, than what Choate ran. John, I was talking about this when they first opened up practice. I had a couple of questions for this program that I think need to be immediately answered, and one of them is being the quarterback position. Along with it, they've got to try and figure out some things in the secondary. But for you and and what you've seen so far, what questions do you have for the Bobcats? What questions are you seeing for this program that they need to really kind of answer and that you want to see answered in that spring game? Ooh, to me, it's it's all about the quarterbacks. You know, who is gonna? You know, what kind of you know, do they want a guy who can, you know, scramble a little bit? I, to me, that's, that's the biggest question is, is the quarterbacks and obviously the running back group. I mean, you got the Fonz coming back and he's a stud. So that'll, that'll be good. But the wide receiver groups also very, 
you know, they lost Travis Johnson. They lost Kevin Cassis. And, you know, know, we were just talking about before we we hopped on here, you know, Lance McCushion, Bozeman's own, um, is really going to have to step up. He's a big, tall kid. He's got the size. So I think, you know, a little bit more of a passing offense. They talked about, you know, putting different guys in different roles, you know, having him not only play outside, but also in the slot. That's something he's getting used to. So um, we'll see. uh, We'll see. And then the defensive line, you know, they lost a lot of guys, you know, like Bryce Dirk. That'll be interesting to see. And they they talked about it on Wednesday with coach or defensive line coach, Sean Howell. The defensive line right now is, is banged up. I mean, obviously they have a few returning guys and they got Chase Benson there to kind of lead the way, but um, that's a, that's another group. And I think linebacker is one of their strongest points. I mean, you have Callahan O'Reilly, and then you're going to have a healthy, a healthy Troy Anderson here coming up. So it's going to be fun. And, you know, I tell you what, my, my observations of Troy Anderson is during the 45 minutes, he's doing everything just just so everybody knows he seems to be almost, you know, doing everything that everybody else is. So I think that's a really good sign for Bobcat fans. I was about to say, John, have you had a chance to, to chat with Troy and do you get the sense that this dude is at least healthy? I mean, we know that he did, he had some surgeries last year and obviously they were going to take, he was going to take the year off anyway. That was already planned. Had they had a football season? What is the state of Troy Anderson? Is he hundred percent healthy, but they're just being cautious? No, he's definitely not a hundred percent healthy, but he's doing, you know, everything. I wouldn't say it's full speed, but he's doing, he's doing everything. He's just not doing it at full speed. Um, he looks, You'll see him. You'll see him out there. He's he's kind of limping around, um, but he's giving it his go, and I think that's just him working back into shape. And I think by the time summer hits, you know, here in three or four months, you know, when they start up for fall ball, you know, it's gonna. I think I think he'll be good to go. But right now, it's it's nice to see him back in action and see him healthy because you know a, a year where he could just focus on linebacker and Bobby Daly talked about this. You know, it's it's going to be really fun to see. And, you know, it's a strong group, especially, you know, with him and a guy like Callahan O'Reilly really there to anchor down that linebacker group. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. Right now we are with John Miller from Montana Sports as he covers Montana State football. We're getting his thoughts as we've already seen a couple weeks of practice now for the Bobcats as we get through uh, the spring football season. Uh, John, uh, speaking to the fact that, listen, I, I know you love the weight room. I like to work out. You lift a hell of a lot more than I do, that's for sure. Uh, but – Given that, have you what have you seen from these guys? Has there been a guy that's really stood out to you from a a size perspective? Like you really see such a difference of how much time they spent in the weight room because this entire football program. I know there were still COVID things last year, but they did have almost an entire year just to solely work out and and be in the weight room. You know, I haven't really seen nobody stands out because you know we got to stand so far away. Like we're not on the field, so I can't really tell how much bigger somebody is. That's that's pretty difficult to me, but, um, yeah, I'd say, Ooh, I'm trying to think of somebody who might be pretty yoked to like some, there's a couple guys on there that I've been pretty surprised on, but I can't, you know, I'm not, I don't have the roster with me at all times when I'm shooting video, um, whew, going through the roster here, Daniel Hardy, he's a big boy, you know, outside linebacker. That's a guy who, you know, when I see in person and then when I get a glimpse of him on the field, um, that's a guy I'm like, wow, wow. He is, He's absolutely humongous. You know, he played in all 15 games, you know, in um, 2019, you know, he didn't, you know, he didn't have too great of numbers, but he's a big boy and you know, you get him in the right defense. And I know they're switching to more four down linemen. So although it says line linebacker, he might be switching more towards uh, a defensive end kind of role, but man, he is a, he's a big boy and he's not in a fat way either. He's, he's just jacked. 
John, uh, what's the status of the spring game in terms of fans, and then what can we expect once we do get to the regular season? As for fans, you know, from what I've heard is they're working on maybe getting fans into the Sunny Holland Classic. Don't quote me on that, although we are live here. Um, you know, I, I've, I've heard they're working on getting fans. That's something that, you know, we've been trying to follow up on. But as for the regular season, um, they're full go. It sounds like they're going to be a full go. I know Leon Costello has talked about it uh, in the past. You know, he's pretty much just said, hey, we're going we're gonna to have fans in the stands. And then yesterday they made the announcement that, you know, season tickets are available starting on Monday. And uh, everything is going to be full go. So I think, you know, everybody's ready to get back to normalcy and watch some, uh, watch some Montana State Bobcats football. John, final thing here before we move on to our next categories of topics. Uh, Brent Vegan obviously has, is leading this program, as we mentioned, putting his fingerprints on. What have you heard from him and what's the sense you've gotten from him and how spring practices have been going so far? To me, it seems like he's really happy with, you know, how spring practices is going. Like I said, when I watch him on the field, he's really just monitoring. And I think he's really, you know, assessing, you know, how each position group is going. He walks, you know, around to each position group and he kind of, you know, monitors it. But, you know, to me, from what he said, he's really excited about how everybody's picking up the playbook very quickly. Um, he's also talked about how he's excited that he's also learning everybody's names quickly. <laughs> that. that Obviously, that's that's a lot to do for a coach learning ninety to one hundred players' names. But um, yeah, he's he's very excited, and you know what? I think I you know I think he's going to pick up right where Chote left off. Things look like they're running smooth, and I think they got a great coaching staff, and they got guys who know. You know, he brought in coaches who know his system. He's worked with before, and uh, you know it should be a smooth transition. I think that's why he was hired. My feature guest is John Miller from Montana Sports. We've been talking Montana State football. Coming up next year on the Knockout Sports, we'll get his predictions for the Final Four, and we'll talk a little Major League Baseball. That's all next here on the Knockout Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home, learning at home, and banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. The Final Four is this weekend in Indianapolis. Joining us right now is John Miller on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline from Montana Sports as we get his thoughts on the Final Four predictions. Uh, John here, first off, man, it's just been great to have the NCAA tournament uh, back again, but at the same time, uh, I'm kind of want to get your thoughts on this. I feel like Gonzaga and Baylor have been the two best teams, and it's been, I would say, maybe not a huge step, but there's definitely a gap, I think, between those two teams and everybody else in this tournament. Yeah, I'm not sure what the line is on, on the Gonzaga-UCLA um, game, but I feel like it should be more than 15. You know, that's how good <laughs> Gonzaga is. It's 14, it's 14, so I'm not too far off. Um, so, yeah, I think Gonzaga has been playing ridiculous. They're just a well-run team. And then, of course, you have Baylor. I mean, anytime you have five guys, your top five scorers are shooting, I mean, almost 40% from three, every single one, that just seems almost impossible, but you know, that's how you win. And especially if you're, if you can't guard the perimeter, I mean, you got five guys who can shoot three, watch out. John, for your bracket, how many of your final four teams are left? I'm not going to lie to you. I stopped paying attention to it. After the first <laughs> <day>. <laughs> same here, man. I same mean, here. I, I, all I started looking at was like, all right, how many do I have still at least alive? And at this point, I think I only have two. That's it. 
Yeah, what I started to do is I started to go to the Montana sports bet, you know, at the local bars at the, you know, maybe the old Chicago or something and start betting on all the upsets because I think that's what I'm going to do next year because I think the payout will be much more if you bet on all the winners. Well, hopefully. I mean, sometimes I've seen some of those odds. It doesn't look like you can win at all. There's like a, the, it seems like both teams are favorites somehow. Yeah, Montana sports bet is definitely kind of a yeah because I I think I bet Abilene Christian you know over Texas in that first one and then the payout wasn't it was shockingly smaller than what I thought it would be but you know I was you know I was having fun I said let's let's ride it John give me your matchup for Monday night for the national championship who do you think and who do you think will take it all I mean as much as it'd be fun to see Kelvin Sampson you know make it there with you know the former former tech coach to make it there. I think it's, it's Baylor and Gonzaga. I'm also biased towards Gonzaga. I covered Jalen Suggs when, you know, he, I covered, you know, when he was playing football um, in ninth grade, I was like, this kid's going to go far. And he chose to, you know, continue to play basketball instead. But I, I like Jalen Suggs. So I'm a little biased, but Gonzaga, I mean, you got true time or Timmy, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's been fun to watch and, you know, he shoots 65% from the field. So I think it's Gonzaga and it's Baylor. And it's it's going to be a shootout. But, you know, sometimes college basketball can be 45 to 45, and I'll be wrong. John, that's interesting you bring it that you saw Jalen Suggs because it kind of makes me, and I go back to my days in Florida, I saw Jamel Dean play in high school. I saw Chauncey Gardner uh, play in high school. And you're just like, man, these guys got a great shot. And now that they're there, it's pretty cool. Um, so just give me your thoughts. What was it like to see Jalen Suggs play football? Oh, when I when I watched him, the first game I watched him was ninth grade. He was playing uh, another local school called Matamida, and it was the first round. He was the lowest, or like he was one of the worst ranked teams that made the playoffs, and you could just tell he was carrying the team, and they got blown out. But this kid was slinging sixty yard passes, and of course, he didn't have guys who could really catch up to it. But you're like, woo, that's that's a cannon. So he was, and then he could scramble, he could do whatever. So I really thought if he wanted to, um, I really thought you know if somebody offered him to play it both basketball and football, he might take it. But apparently I'm pretty sure he wanted to go to Gonzaga. That was the only visit he ever took. He never visited with another coach, never went, or he visited with other coaches, but he never took another visit to any other school. Mm-hmm. He went to Gonzaga and he was sold. So he was a, he was a blast to watch. And it's fun because now he might be the number one overall pick. John, transitioning real quick to Major League Baseball. I was excited for opening day. Uh, you, know, you know, Brewers got the win yesterday. I was pretty stoked about that. So for you, man, uh, you know, what about uh, what are your thoughts on Major League Baseball and the season getting started once again? And we're not going to have a truncated season. Yeah, you know, it was uh, a little bummer to me. I was out at Gardner yesterday, and your Brewers are, were playing my Twins, and the Twins blew it, and it just felt like, you know, another season of <laughs> of Twins, you know, eventually coming to, to fail me, making the playoffs. But uh now I'm super excited. I'm a baseball diehard fan. I used to have a Twins podcast with a with a guy I used to live by, and you know it was really fun. And to me, baseball is you know it, it is America's pastime. You know, although it, it might not be anymore, but it's uh, it's one of them. I could watch all nine innings, so in every single pitch, and I'd love to watch a one to zero game pitching battle. So to me, I love everything about baseball, and I'm so excited that it's back. John Miller, my feature guest, joining us here on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. John, if they want to catch your work or more of the stuff that you guys got going on, how can they do that? They can find me on montanasports.com or at John Miller KBZK. That's the Twitter handle. John, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight as well, my man. And look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks, Anthony. I appreciate to be one of your last guests ever. And uh, good luck on your next endeavor. You'll be missed in Montana.